I'm so excited that you've tuned in today. Thank you for being here. We've got a great episode for you. Last week, we talked a little bit about feng shui and how you can create a home that is more inviting and more comfortable for you and your family. But you can even take it a little step further and use feng shui principles to start creating the life you desire by implementing elements from what they call a bagua map. You might be wondering, what does that even mean and how's that going to apply to me? For thousands of years, the Chinese have used feng shui principles to bring about more peace and prosperity into their lives. And you might think that this is superstition or just hogwash. And I'm here to tell you that it's really just the study of how to use energy forces to harmonize individuals with their surrounding environment. And even if you're a scientist or a physicist, you understand that life is energy and we're all made up of energy. So if you can learn to harness that energy, we can feel better, we can think more clearly, we can feel more at peace and be more patient, be inspired, and ultimately create a more comfortable life on our own terms. Pretty amazing stuff, right? So I've got Amy Stevens here on the show again, and she's been practicing and helping others use feng shui in their homes for over 20 years. And she's going to give us a little bit of a deeper dive today to explain this Bagua map and how you can use it to make adjustments to the energy in your home. So it's going to be a great episode that you won't want to miss. So let's grow. Is your home environment helping you or hurting you? We've been taught that our health is determined by the food that we eat or how much we exercise. But what if there's more to it than that? I'm here to tell you that your home environment matters. We spend most of our time at home and we're raising our families here. So isn't it important to know if we're creating an environment that is supportive to our health and well-being? Here on Blooming a Healthy Home by Design, we're going to uncover the many ways your home can support you building a healthier lifestyle for your family. We'll uncover simple ideas that will get you to think about your home differently. You'll discover how to get rid of toxins that could be lurking in your walls and cupboards, to new ideas in color psychology, furniture placement, anything and everything that can help influence positive mood and behavior so you and your family can lead healthier, fuller lives at home. I'm Sheila Alston, founder of Healthy Home Media and editor of the Wellness Real Estate Magazine and Healthy Home Magazine. I'm on a mission to bring health and home together. I'm searching far and wide to bring guests who will guide you with simple and actionable steps that you can take to help you and your family bloom and grow. So thanks so much for being here. Together, we're making the world a healthier place, one home at a time. Welcome to Blooming. Today, we are talking about feng shui again. Fundamentally, feng shui teaches you how you can take control of your life. It offers guidance. So if you have money issues or family issues, career problems, anything that's going wrong in your life, you can apply feng shui principles and it allows you to create more balance and bring more flow into your life so that you aren't working so hard. You know that feeling like you're swimming upstream and nothing seems to be going your way or you know just getting roadblock after roadblock versus sometimes when you're in the flow you have endless energy, you're inspired, and it's exactly, you know, exactly what you need and, and all of the things that you need just seem to appear at the right time. This is what I'm talking about when I say in the flow. So I'm super excited to have Amy Stevens here again. She told us about feng shui last week, so if you haven't heard that episode, go back and listen. But today we're going to discuss the Bagua map and how we can bring more flow into our lives. Welcome, Amy. I'm so glad you're here. Great. Thanks, Sheila, for having me back. We had so much fun last time. Yeah, it was great. 
Um, today, you're going to talk to us about the Bagua map. I'm super excited to learn about it. Um, what does it even look like? Sure. So the Bagua map looks like a tic-tac-toe game, or for those that are younger, a hashtag. <laughs> so I want you to think about a map. Why do we need a map? It's like GPS. When we're going to someplace new, we need to map out where it is that we're going, whether it's on our phone or if it's you know old school, how we used to have the big maps that we'd unfold and look at. So we need to have this visual to be able to understand what it is that we're looking at and where are we going. So you've mentioned about swimming upstream and the energy and what's going on. So our floor plans of our homes, of our offices, they sometimes are missing things. Hmm. And so we need to use this map to guide us along the journey of what the space is telling us. Uh, so one of the things that I would like to try to, to do with your audience, if mm -hmm. possible, is to get them involved. And if you're driving, don't do this. Right. <laughs> Just <laughs> listen. If you have to, yeah. If you, if you are at a place, you know, maybe you're out at happy hour having a beverage and you've got a paper napkin handy. Just Pull that out with a pen and let's let's play along. If you're in your office, grab a post-it and just play along real quick. You don't okay. need anything really big. Okay. Um, so draw that hashtag or the uh, tic-tac-toe board. And I want you in the upper left-hand corner, write wealth. Okay. And then just to the right of that, write fame. Okay. And then in that upper right-hand corner, write love. Okay. Now, come down to the very bottom left corner. Uh -huh. So we're going to go now in the diagonal to the very bottom left corner that's closest to you and write in knowledge. Okay. Now go over one to the right and put career. Uh -huh. And then right next to that, put in helpful people. Okay. And now go up from helpful people and put children. Okay. And now go over one to the center and put center. Uh -huh. And then the last one is about family. Okay. And so that gives you the full tic-tac-toe board filled out. And you'll notice that in the center, I didn't name it. Uh -huh. It doesn't have another name. So think of earth and a sense of grounding for that centerpiece. Okay. And so this deals with health issues. It deals with uh, what's going on in, in like the center of your universe, what's going on in that particular space. So we want it to feel very grounded and supportive. So now that you have taken the moment to draw out your Bagua map, then you can take that and start looking around your house or your office or break it down to your home office, whatever the situation is that you want to really enhance. Uh -huh. So a lot of my clients, they're single looking for love. Uh -huh. And there's numerous times that I have seen uh, – we talked about this last time in the last episode about how going into – uh, a bedroom with um, stuffed animals and teddy bears and dolls and that kind of thing. 
And that may all be on the bed. Well, that's not making room for Mm -hmm. a partner to enter in because they are uh, that individual who has that particular location already has partnerships with all of these stuffed animals, dolls, and so forth. Mm-hmm. And so there may be something else within that space that's missing um, from that particular bois or space. Um, so are you so- saying that if, if I brought this tic-tac-toe into the bedroom, I should have elements of all of these areas in the room for it to be centered? Is that what we're saying? Yes. Or Okay. Yes. So if you take that map mm-hmm. and you stand at the front door. So mm-hmm. here's the next piece that I want you to do. Okay. Where, uh, where knowledge is, mm-hmm. write the letter or write the number one. Okay. Where career is, write the number two. And where helpful people is, write the number three. Okay. And so out of those three locations, that shows you where the entrance to the space is located. For most of us, the doorway could, like, let's say it's the outside of the home and you're looking at it and the door is in the center mm-hmm. of the exterior. Mm-hmm. So that means that you're entering into the career area. Oh, right when you walk into your house, the door being door two, because it's the center of the house, you're walking into the career area. Correct. Is that what you said? Okay. So if you walk into your bedroom and let's say you're walking to the far right hand side of the space. And when you walk into your bedroom, you're walking into that helpful people location. Okay. Wait, back up a minute. So let's just say we've walked into the career center. What does that even mean in the front door? So what does career mean to you? Is it that you have a flourishing career? Does it mean that you're looking to enhance your career? Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's, there's aspects that we look at uh, within that particular location. So mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of homes that are missing career because mm-hmm. by the time you walk on the driveway to the sidewalk to the front door, you're actually entering into the center of the home. Oh, can you share maybe like one element that if they wanted a better career in their life, like what could they do if they, if the career was the first place they walked in, what could they do to enhance that part of their life? Sure. So water element Mm -hmm. is what we're looking for, but also the color black. So if you Mm -hmm. think of water, very fluid, very free form, Mm -hmm. that kind of situation or the actual element of water. Uh, One thing is that, for instance, if career is missing and it's on the outside, so we're going to come to the full overview of the home, not just your bedroom. So let's Mm -hmm. go back to the full overview of your home. Mm -hmm. And let's say that career is uh, missing, Mm -hmm. meaning that there's no tangible walls. Mm -hmm. There's no tangible walls filling in that particular space. Mm-hmm. Because you have to continue walking through career to get to the front door, mm-hmm. which is then in the center of the home. Mm-hmm. Again, we're always looking at this tic-tac-toe board and we're, sometimes we have to expand it 
um, either back or wider so that it will fit the four walls. So go with the four walls. So and is that, it good to have like a fountain in your front before you walk into your house or like as you enter in your foyer have flowers that have water in that? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how the water piece. Does that, is that? So this, the Bagua map is, it can be very confusing. So uh -huh. really, um, if you think about the four walls, uh -huh. the, front, the front walls uh -huh. of, the, of the home, uh -huh. the two exterior side walls, and uh -huh. then the back walls. Uh -huh. So when you draw that out, <clears throat> excuse me, when you draw that out, you will start to then take the tic-tac-toe board and uh -huh. put that over your actual floor plan, and that's where you get to see what's going on with what's missing. What uh -huh. may be further back, like maybe you have an extension on the back of your home uh -huh. that uh, isn't as big. So usually if it's a third of the home, that's what's in included as an extension, uh -huh. not, a, not the actual drawing off of that square or rectangular shape. Uh -huh. Does that make sense? A little bit. I guess I'm still just wondering. Um, so if we're looking at the map and we overlay it into our home, how, what do we, what do we, what's the next step when you're seeing all of, you know, that like career and you said black, does that mean I have to have a black element in my entry if it's in the middle of my house to, you know. Um, so it would be on the outside. Oh, on the so outside. Yes. So if you're missing career mm -hmm. and you've walked through career, but it's on the exterior of your home. Mm -hmm and you walk through that area, what is something that can be done landscape-wise? Oh. Um, we can put in a water feature on the outside. There could be, um, I live in the desert, so I have a, uh, a river rock kind of flow that looks like water. Mm -hmm. um, I've even put fish mm -hmm. in there mm -hmm. uh, to make it look more like water. Mm -hmm. uh, from the standpoint of, of enhancing that particular area. And we also mentioned in our last podcast episode that how many people actually use their front door. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if you're not one who uses your front door, then that whole entire area becomes incredibly stagnant. Oh, so it's good to not just always walk through the garage door into the kitchen, like sometimes come through your front door. Yes. So you want to keep that, that front door area very active mm -hmm. and um, maintained. So if it's, again, if it's on the outside of the space and, and you haven't used the front door in, you know, what, three, three months now, mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, it's important to to keep that area even maintained, sweep up any debris that may be outside. If you have a sitting area outside, what does mm -hmm. that look like? Mm -hmm. Now, some people have their front door that may be in their helpful people area. Mm -hmm. uh, helpful people is also about travel. So mm -hmm. that's it's two parts. It's two components there. Um I have a lot of clients who have said to me, you know, I, I travel with my job and I'm tired of traveling. I want to slow down with that. Mm -hmm. What can I do? Mm -hmm. 
So there's certain things that can be done that way. I also have clients who have said to me before all of this that we're dealing with right now, but have said to me, uh, I want to travel too. And then they list where they want to travel. So then Mm -hmm. we increase those travel plans based on that particular law or section mm-hmm. uh, of their home. So like, can you give us an example of one thing you've done for a client and, and in that area? Yeah. One thing uh, I had a client who had, this was amazing. She had a framed map of the world. It was a beautiful piece of artwork. Uh-huh. It was just, it was gorgeous, but it was not in it was not even up on the walls. It was something that she had and it was actually in her basement. She mm-hmm. didn't have it up anywhere, but she kept telling me, I want to travel. I want to go. I want to play. Mm-hmm. And so what we did was we pulled that beautiful piece of artwork out of the basement and we put it up into what was a guest bedroom, mm-hmm. which was also a space that she never used. She didn't have guests who yeah. came. Yeah. And so that space was never having any kind of activity. There was never anybody in there. Uh-huh. Um, and she had two cats and not even the two cats ever <laughs> went into oh that space. Uh-huh. Uh, so from the standpoint of wanting to travel, um, it just, it wasn't happening. And, what, you know, I'm thinking back now as well. She used to say to me, I feel like I'm doing everything for everybody else, but nobody's ever helping me. Oh, that's actually a two-part piece to that particular bagua. So if you are constantly giving, 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 giving to mm-hmm. everybody else mm-hmm. and you need to replenish, mm-hmm. that's also the gua to increase. Yeah. You want to not think that it's selfish either. A lot of people think that that's selfish, but you need to have self-care and think of yourself so that you have more energy and you can continue giving, right? And um, you got to put yourself first. Too, so exactly. that you can help other people. So what happened? You put up the, yeah, put up so the beautiful. We hung, we hung up the piece of artwork mm-hmm. and we, we set an intention to that mm-hmm. particular piece of artwork. Mm-hmm. And because she was a yoga client of mine, in addition, we actually took out the bed mm-hmm. altogether because she wasn't having guests. So we took out the bed altogether and, um, and then put in more of like a little retreat area for her that had a chair that mm-hmm. was super comfortable mm-hmm. and nostalgic to her. Mm-hmm. And then she also laid out her yoga mat. Oh, so she so, made like a meditation yoga room instead. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So that was helping her to get more in alignment for herself. And then she had um, photos that she put out of, of, um, girlfriends who uh, she considered as being kind of her helpers in her life. And so what ended up happening was about six months later, they, as a group, had planned this nice European vacation. Yay! Yeah, yeah. So one one of my favorite quotes is by James Redfield Uh that states, where attention goes energy flows. I love that. And that that is is such a huge piece as well to what we do within feng shui because it, it really ties back in to, you know, yeah, we can do certain cures. That's what they're called. Uh Cures. Uh We can 
do that within the space, but then what, what's your, what's the intention uh, that you want to put into what it is that you're doing? Mm -hmm. We want that energy flow. So for instance, if you have a room in your home that you never use, or if it becomes like the Mm -hmm. (laughs) catch-all, the catch-all space or a basement, Mm -hmm. um, that's something else. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So then let's talk about, um, we didn't, the the other part of the front of the house I see is knowledge and, um, what if you, if your door is on the left and you're walking into the knowledge area, what are, what does that mean? Yeah. So think of what does knowledge mean for you? What does self-cultivation mean for you? Is it that uh, you want to gain uh, a new degree? Is it that you have um, books that you want to uh, start reading? Mm-hmm. It may, it, you know, you may have a space that, um, uh, from a mindset standpoint, is it about learning a new subject matter? Is it a language? Is it a new culture? Mm-hmm. So knowledge, what, mm-hmm. what is it that you want to increase from a knowledge standpoint? Mm-hmm. Or maybe you just want to learn a new skill or master a new skill, right? Yes. Mm. Okay. Yeah, because I think that you might have a career, but maybe you feel stuck because you don't feel like you're growing, right? You're, you're, you're not learning. Um, I think that we all want to be growing and using our talents to help people or help our families or, or whatever. And if you feel like you're not using that in your career, then you definitely want to be using that outside of your career so you can feel like you're moving forward in life, right? Yes, and for those who may have been overlooked for career advancement, mm-hmm. that's another location that can be kind of upped in energy flow uh, to be able to gain a, a raise mm-hmm. or a title mm-hmm. or however that works within, within so what, their career what's one what's one thing that we can do in that knowledge area to increase the flow there? Well, depending. So let's let's say that it's that they want to get their master's degree or their PhD. Mm-hmm. Let's go to that extreme. Okay. So what are what are the the universities that you're looking at, and based on the pros and cons of each location, maybe it's just starting out to which of those universities that that you want to narrow down. Mm-hmm. So you can start there that starts the energy flowing Um, from the standpoint of, of increasing a little bit more. It could be um, just like with career, we can pull a little bit of that black color into that particular location. Okay. And uh, be able to tie it in with career. Mm -hmm. The thing again is about the attention to what it is that you're looking for. So I have had clients who have started this path and have taken a completely different career path and some to the point where they have been let go Uh before they have actually finished their, their educational process. So again, be clear with 
the intention of what it is that you're looking for. What, um, what's the color of the knowledge area? So it's a combination area because it starts to blend into um, family. Uh-huh. So career is just to its right and then family is just above it. So uh-huh. it's a combination of black, blues, and greens. Okay. So when you see a color, when you go, I mean, I, you're going to share with us your Bagua map in case someone's listening and they, and they don't get a chance to write it. And I notice you, I'm looking at it. So you have colors here. Just when you look at the color, does that mean that if they have, if they add a color in that space, that that's going to help with the flow also, in addition to the intention that you set? Yes. So for some people, um, color is, is more of their, their cure and their comfortable location. Mm-hmm. For others, it's going to be an actual um, item. So mm-hmm. like I mentioned about uh, the, the packets of information that you get from universities talking mm-hmm. about why you would want to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, for others, it would be, um, we talked about photos. So if there's, um, if there's something like a, the bigger picture of what self-cultivation is for you. Mm-hmm. Um, is it to, to be in that corner office that has the high rank to it? Um, so it's, it, you know, that could almost be like manifesting. That mm-hmm. would be another term that could be used with this. But, but setting your intention, holding that vision of what it is that you're trying to strive for so that you can start bringing more energy into that particular location. So like, say I wanted to learn how to play the guitar, then maybe a good idea would be to add, bring the guitar up from the basement and put it in my room (laughs) so that I'm looking at it and seeing it. And so that it reminds me, I need to master that skills. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. And you, as you're physically holding the guitar, Mm -hmm. that's reminding you about that physical piece Mm -hmm. that you want to pick up once more and you want to play you want Mm -hmm. to enjoy the sound you want to enjoy that creativity side of things you know uh, what I love about this is that I feel like we try to make things really complicated and especially with things that we're not familiar with feng shui maybe we just you know don't get it or we just don't understand what it is but I think that it's more about just bringing awareness to things right like you had said um, you're focusing on what's missing and feng shui helps you realize that it doesn't need to be that complicated, that you just need to focus, you know, become aware of your environment and see what's missing and add some of those elements, set the intention. And you, that allows you to move forward on what it is that you really want. Is that true? Is, that's, that's a great way. Yes. Okay. That's a great way of describing it. So it's, Again, it doesn't have to be woo-woo and so far out there. It's about observing. Mm-hmm. I love that. We are all so close to our spaces and we overlook, we overlook things. Mm-hmm. And so um, my, my role as a feng shui consultant is to give you more of that awareness so that you can see things. Mm-hmm within your space in a much different light. I love this. Um, is there any other quadrant or area that you want to go over that you think is an easy place for us to 
I mean, what about the kitchen? Where's, is that, is that in so the don't, family? Don't think of it as what room should be placed where. Okay. So the, the Bagua map mm -hmm. is using for what's existing. Now, mm -hmm. if you're going to do a new build mm -hmm. and you want to have uh, the kitchen placed in a certain area, mm -hmm. I would say that health and family would be the most logical standpoint. My kitchen's on the, I'm building a house and my kitchen's in the creativity kids mental side of the house. <laughs> so that's, that's what does that mean? What does that mean? That's okay too. You can okay. be very creative with mm -hmm. your, with your cooking, with your, um, how the layout is mm -hmm. in that particular location. It can be, um, uh, playful is this the biggest word that I always think of with, with that particular location not necessarily, um, you know, not necessarily very rigid. Mm -hmm. That's one thing to keep in mind. And the element is metal, mm -hmm. like you mentioned. So with metal, typically the color white is mm -hmm. used in that particular location. Well, that's really good to know because I love a white kitchen and I'm going to have, of course, stainless steel appliances. <laughs> there you go. There we go. All right. That's um, awesome. So there's a whole other side of things where we're not going to go into the mm -hmm. details of elements. Mm -hmm. So, but the elements that are actually on this Bagua map that you're going to share with your audience as well, but it, it comes down to fire, wood, water, metal, and earth. Mm -hmm. So we've kind of touched on some of those already, but elements is a whole other conversation. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm actually going to be be putting together the online course for all of this as well. So mm -hmm. if your audience wants to take a listen on their own time, they can, they can have access um, to be able to listen to that. That's awesome. So when you do a consultation for someone, tell me what it is, like, how do you, what do you first do? Do you, you have to, do you have to be in someone's house or can they just describe it to you or how does that work? So what I'm doing, I've had clients all over the world, and what I do with them is uh, a Zoom or a FaceTime or Skype, whatever platform is comfortable for them. Mm -hmm. um, I have them literally do some steps beforehand before we get on the call so that I can get into the frame of mind of what's going on. So I have a little questionnaire for them to fill out. Um, and then I have them start taking photos. So it, it's again, getting them to see their space a little differently before we actually have our first, uh, consultation together. Mm -hmm. And then we schedule our consultation. They have their device that they're capable of walking me around the space and we start outside and go in. Um, and so there it's super easy. I, I pick up on a lot, uh, doing things this way. And I, I can have that conversation with them. I can have them, you know, take me closer to something or pull back a little bit more so I get the bigger picture. That's awesome. Okay. So just, I know that we are um, coming down on some time here. So I just wanted to say, what is a win that our listeners um, can take home with them? What, what is something that they can do? In the, or, or the first step that they should do in their homes if they're starting to think about maybe adding some feng shui elements to increase the flow. <laughs> right. So the very first thing I would have have your audience do is, is draw out your floor plan. Mm -hmm. 
or maybe you're blessed and you have it already drawn out by an architect. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and then taking this Bagua map, draw it out uh-huh. or put a sheet of paper over the top of it uh-huh. and draw it out and give yourself that overview. Uh-huh. What, what's missing? Where do you enter into your home? Where is uh-huh. the actual front door? Uh-huh. And then start to get an idea of where these nine sections actually lay out over your home. Okay. So if you didn't get a chance to draw it out for yourself or you're still just wondering what it should look like, Amy has a free gift for everybody. And if you go to her website, it's yogaamy.net forward slash Bagua. And that's B-A-G-U-A. She's got this whole map with the colors and um, everything listed here for you to see. And she's giving away... um, free 30 minute consultations, either in a group setting or one-on-one um, just depends on how many people um, are available for the time that, you know, works for you. But if you um, go to yogaamy.net forward slash Bagua, you can sign up for that. I'm so excited. That's so generous of you to um, be doing that for everybody. Absolutely. We all need to get our energy flowing. Yes. And isn't it great to just know that there's just um, bringing awareness and, um, just changing some things around in your house can bring more balance. That's exciting to me. It, it, it's empowering, actually. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Sheila, thank you so much. This was great to share with you. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm super excited. We'll think about what we're going to talk um, about next time because I want to have you back. Thank you so much, Amy. Thank you. Okay. Have a great day. You too. Okay, just to recap, head on over to Amy's website and check out the Bagua map that she's created for you. Print it out and overlay it on top of your floor plan. You don't have to have a fancy floor plan uh, from an architect or anything. Just draw boxes of where the rooms are located in your home to see how they correlate to the Bagua map. You can use this map to bring some awareness to what's missing in your home. Now, of course, we couldn't explain all of feng shui in this short episode, but Amy touched on the entrance of our home, and she told us that your entry, if it's in the center of your home, could be where career is located, um, either just outside your door or inside, depending on your floor plan. And in either case, black is an element that you could bring in, as well as a water element, so you could start to bring balance um, to the energy in that space. So she just said to make sure you use your spaces. Also, don't let any room just sit empty and unused because that kind of gets stagnant, I guess. And she wants you want the energy to be flowing in your home. Um, So I hope you were as intrigued as I am to learn more about feng shui. We're going to have her on the show again to share more with us. And I think that we'll go into the kitchen next time. And we're going to discuss how we can go in there and bring more energy flow into that space because that's really the heart of the home. But until then, be sure to check out Amy's free gift, yogaamy.net forward slash Bagua. And Bagua is spelled B-A-G-U-A. So there you can print out a map and you can also sign up for her free 30-minute consultation with her, which is amazing. It might be a one-on-one or a group call, but you can ask her specific questions that apply to your own home. So that's pretty incredible um, that she's doing that. What an incredible resource. So I'm so thankful to have had her on the show, and I'm just so thankful for you, our listeners. I hope that you got a lot out of this episode and that you enjoyed it. And if you did, please share it with a friend. Okay, have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you found something that will help you and your family bloom and grow. 
I'm on a mission to bring health and home together, and I invite you to join me. If you enjoyed today's episode, you might also enjoy reading the digital magazines that I publish every single month. They are called the Wellness Real Estate Magazine, which is Wellness RE, and Healthy Home Magazine. And they feature wellness lifestyle communities that are being designed and built all over the country. Plus, I have healthy home professionals that share their insights on how you can create a healthier home environment. Building biology experts, biophilic designers, wellness architects, color psychology specialists, and even eco-designers all together in one place. I guarantee it's not like any other magazine you've read before. You can check it out at www.healthyhome-mag.com. You can purchase single issues and I have tons of articles from over the past two years that you can share. Remember, sharing is caring. And please follow me on Instagram at healthyhomemag. Reach out and let me know how you like the show or what topics you'd like me to cover in the future. I'm open to learning more about what matters to you. Together, we're making the world a healthier place, one home at a time.